0: This is The Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 535, recorded on June 9th, 2022. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorites. Gadgets that find their way into your home, news reviews, product updates, and conversation—all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the Average Guy the Studios. Here in the stormy, we've got some some thunderstorms rolling through here. I think we're going to be okay tonight, but of course, you'll be okay. We'll have some world class show notes. Any links we reference during the show I might make it into the show notes. Of course, we'll post those over at the Average Big thanks to Aaron Lawrence who joined me now. I think four weeks ago. And uh, it took some time off. I appreciate that. My birthday, my mom passed away during that time. And uh, so it took some time off uh, just to kind of handle all those things that you got to handle. Her funeral will be June 18th. So there may be another week in here where we're gone. But uh of course, we're back. Mark Robson is with us tonight. And we're here to talk barbecue. Mark, I'm so glad. I was thinking like, oh, I almost forgot we, we didn't get a summer show in this year. So thanks for saying yes and coming out to Talk barbecue and grilling—that's always fun. Yeah, it's good. Always good to have you. Anything? Um, since I w- we caught up with you last summer, I think is the last time I had you on. Anything new in your world? Uh, just as we catch up with you, any any new, especially in the grilling space? Have you picked up a new grill at all?
1: No, I still have my eyes open for a, a Yoder. That's my uh, uh, the holy grail for me of, of grills. It's probably the best one I can get up here. Okay. Um, there's some equivalent or better ones in the states but we can't get them up here easily
0: what would be better what what like what what brand names would be what would you consider better than that
1: uh equivalent or better would probably be a pits and spits oh
0: and what makes them better like what makes the, that... the reputation
1: their okay. ability to hold um heat are i think the double wall stainless steel mm. um but like you, just like everything with with any hobby, you can get ones that are completely over the top. Like I saw one yeah. the other day that was, yeah. I think was twenty thousand dollars for pellet grill. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it, it's
0: just. Does it does it prep the meat for you too? Is that yeah? You? No, <laughs>
1: it, it's. I, I asked the guy I saw it, and like, uh, and he goes, "Yeah, it's real price. Like it's, it's yeah. uh, like a yoder up here." I think we're also getting screwed over by the importer, but the Yoder appears are about uh, 4,000 Canadian Um, in the States. are like 1,500, 1,800. And you're in Ottawa, right? You're in Ottawa, Canada. Yeah. yeah. So the people that uh, are comparing US distributors versus Canadian distributors are seeing that there's about a thousand dollar extra increase for the importer.
0: Okay. Well, you know, it we've, we've gotten into this spot, this kind of ridiculous spot where people are asking and for crazy prices and people are paying for it. And I, I think we got to, I've said this before, I think we got to, some of take us need breath. to stop doing that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, just to,
0: and... just to push prices back down a little bit, like stop buying video cards and stop. I know like buy it if you need it, of course, but my, all my tech purchases have basically stopped. Like I am just it's been a little bit of my frustration with this show is I just haven't been doing as much with technology because the price of stuff's got so stupid. Yeah. You know, and you were like, well, do I really want to encourage this? You do know, I really
1: need to build a new system.
0: <laughs> right. No, right on. And I, I, I kind of, you know, my, I just bought this Mac. So I'm going to be good for a while on my main system here, but my windows PCs, my, my youngest. Is that the right? Yeah. My, the, my most current, it's probably eight years old, you know, and you think, you're like, well, that thing's getting long in the tooth. Now it runs great. 4770, you know, it runs just fine. So like, do you, it's got 16, 16 gig of RAM. I've got one with 32 gig. Like, I don't need to upgrade them. Why would I pay the inflated prices right now to get that stuff?
1: I have a 4770 beside me and I have a Ryzen 7 first gen 1700. So I got four cores, eight threads in one and eight cores, sixteen threads in the other. The sad part is neither one of them are supported by Windows eleven. Mm.
0: Oh yeah, because of TPM two and and their the generation of chips they are, right? Yeah.
1: So sure. more than likely those will get migrated to Linux when twenty twenty five comes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like that's uh there's nothing wrong with the hardware. My laptop upstairs is uh I think a thirty seven seventy Q, thirty seven seventy something third gen uh, i7 right first i'll use it for a surfing i don't need yeah. modern you could, hardware
0: you could mark you could go into the insider program and it'll load windows 11 for you and then you got to deal with the constant updates but if it's just a surfing thing that and you want 11 they don't they don't check in the insider program you can pr- pretty much put it on anything
1: so it's kind of uh, a way I it i think it's just crap that microsoft's doing that and and pushing out hardware that they consider leg- legacy that is not right, right. There's nothing wrong with it for most of the people. Right.
0: I'll, I'll be honest. I'm running windows 11 on two computers.
1: I can't tell the difference. Like it's, I, it's, I wouldn't, I yeah, wouldn't I'm not, yeah. the only thing I'm concerned about is, is this uh, security patches.
0: Yeah. True. True. Now that's in 2025 that will, you'll have to think about that for sure. That's,
1: that's going to be my concern.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's totally true. That's a good, that's a good point. Mark, what do you, okay? remind us in your in your stash of grills because it's for a while it seemed like it was changing all the time. It's probably. Yeah, I've been fairly
1: steady lately. What what do you have in the
0: corral? What's in the corral and the stable of grills that
1: you have? My OG is my charcoal, um, my gateway drug into charcoal. (laughs) And that is a char griller acorn that I paid three hundred and. $68 Sixty-eight dollars for brand new, mm-hmm. and uh, that was you can't probably, even find a
0: new one for that price anymore right now.
1: Oh, I looked, at, I found one the other day, three twenty-nine US. Oh, okay, on Amazon. Yeah, um, still a fantastic grill. Yeah, um, I stopped using it for a while because the cast iron was becoming annoying every time I used it for high heat. It would actually burn off the oil that was burn off the seasoning. Like we would get the thing up to eight hundred degrees, nine hundred degrees, and all the seasoning would come out. So I paid uh, 80 bucks Canadian to get a stainless steel grill for it. And I started using it again and I still enjoy using it. And then I have a Weber 22 inch uh, performer with a small cart. And then I have my big pellet smoker, which is a Rectech 680, which is probably my favorite smoker. And then I have a Broil King uh, 400 series, which is sort of a mid-sized pellet grill from Broil King. And then I have an Uni pizza oven. And what
0: do you find now that you're using the most, or what's your go to? I time? use
1: a Burrow King more than anything else because it's on my upper deck. Okay. That's uh, so why I have an interlock. It's close. Yeah, I have an interlock down below, and I have the Burrow King up top. Um, the top one's always going to get more use because it's close and it's smaller. So, like we did, we did Bratwurst today, Octoberfest sausages sausage tonight. And I just went outside, fire the thing up at 360. Yeah. yeah have a pop on the, on the top plane with the dogs and, and uh, cook some sausages up. But we don't have a, a gas grill, so if we want to cook anything, it's charcoal or pellet. Mm-hmm. So um, most of what I cooked, uh, I'm going to show the pictures of tonight, most of that has been cooked, I think, on the Rectech. Uh, I guess half and half. Uh, typical dinners are on the on the Broil King and then the bigger stuff's on the Rectech.
0: Just a warning, <clears throat> Just a warning for anybody new to Home Gadget Geeks, and you haven't caught a grill and barbecue special that we're doing. Uh, One, if you're listening to the audio, you might want to just, I'm not saying you should shut it off, but you should head over to the video. Mark's going to show a bunch of pictures tonight. Uh, And then two, don't watch the show Hungry. So make sure you have a snack or you've eaten before you go do this. It's, you know, it's 820 in the Central Time Zone. We've already had dinner, so we're good. But, you don't want to listen to this show hungry or watch it hungry. So just a warning in advance. So Mark, you've been trying to, since you and I have been doing this, and we've been, we've been doing a barbecue show since 2016. We went back and looked in the, Seven years. you you and, and, and uh, Mike Howard uh, joined us. I miss Mike. So Mike, we miss you. Um, uh, you and Mike Howard came on uh, in, in the very beginning, started doing this. So that's, you know, six years ago. You've been, one, you've been trying to talk me into a Weber Forever. I still haven't
1: bought one. A gateway. It's a gateway. I know.
0: I know. You every time we do a show for a couple weeks after it, you find the Webers that I need to buy in Omaha. You find them for me. You send me the links. You're like, this is the one to buy. This is the one to buy. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't bought it. I'm a but catalyst. I try I, I
1: try and I try and just sort of feed that fire. I
0: know you're you're the you're a grill pimp. You know, you're just putting those <laughs> things out there. But this one has been showing up in my uh, my honey my honey list, you know, I have a honey, the, the uh, internet savings kind of thing. Uh, this has been showing up in there the last couple weeks. And, uh, this pit boss, Austin XL thousand square inch pellet. That's a grill. big grill.
1: Uh, um, now I suspect that's, I suspect if you take a look at it on the inside, it's going to be about a 700 square inch main grill and then a 300 square inch upper grill. Like, I think the second picture down might show you that. Uh, let's look here. There's the, this, know. this, there's yeah. the spec measure. Right right? So you can just barely see that there's a line there. Going yeah. Across. Yeah. So that's similar to what my rec tech is.
0: 700 on the bottom, 300 on the top. So yep. which should be fine when you're. Uh, that, yeah.
1: You want to see what that looks like if you're actually using it? Yeah. Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. Bring up a picture and we'll, we'll, um, now this, this deal normally, uh, $500, 397. So it's about a hundred bucks off. It's, it's at Walmart, right? And it's in stock and it's been in stock for, geez, I think a month or two now. In other words, you know, these aren't just flying off the shelves there. So Mark, as we talk about this, my question to you is gonna be, cause this would get me into the pellet grill. I, You know, I'm gas on my, I have a Sunbeam gas grill that we just, that's what we do 99, no, 100% of the time. That's what we, we grill and It works great. It's a, it's a grill I've had since 96. It, I've replaced all the parts a thousand times, right? But, so I'm going to ask you, Mark, at some point, we'll, we'll get your answer to the question after we look at what it looks like from your pictures,
1: So I'm going to show you something that's taking up uh, about a third of the grill. I wanted to show you my, for some reason, my jerky picture, it won't let me load up. It says I'm running out of memory, which is uh, a little crazy. Maybe it's that Windows 7. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Windows
0: Windows 10. Sorry. (laughs)
1: Okay. Uh, Oh, tell me how to upload slides. Sure.
0: Mm. You don't have to. You can just share a screen. screen. Yeah, you can just share a screen.
1: Uh, Window. That one.
0: There we go. We'll add that in. Okay.
1: So that's about a third of the screen. Okay. And that's about 19 pounds of pork butt. Okay. And that's about a third of the grill.
0: Is it two eight pounders or two nine pounders? Yeah.
1: Was what you have in
0: there. And it's taking up how much of the grill? Not
1: even a third. Okay. Okay. Like that, that from, from side to side is about a third. I've seen people put on eight or 10 of those on a grill at a time.
0: Yeah. So what you're telling me is this is too big.
1: No. Oh. Nope. There's no That's, such thing.
0: <laughs> that the, that it, this is too big for me.
1: No, nope. you, you will use it. We use it and there's only two of us in the house. Right.
0: Now so my, it's not my, Wi-Fi. My, no not Wi-Fi. It does have a cooking probe. No Wi Fi. I mean, this is kind of the entry level. Yeah. It's the and, yeah. now uh, here here's the deal, Mark. As I was it was I was thinking about this. Let's let's just let's just talk. You and me for a second. I was looking at the Traegers, you know, and, you know, like 1200 bucks.
1: And I think they're, I they're even, overpriced.
0: Yeah. I didn't even pay that for my, my, my stove in the house that I use every day. I make, I make coffee on, I, we cook dinner on it every night. You know, I didn't, I, I think we maybe pay 900 for that thing. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe it was more like a thousand, but this grill, now you cook a lot. I don't, I mean, we cook probably every other weekend. So 1200 was a little pricey, but at 400 all of a sudden I start kind of going, okay, maybe this is the right entry point, you know, maybe this is the right entry point for me to jump in to go pellet. This is the whole, the whole goal is to go pellet and be able to control the smokes. Today, I'm using gas. I'm using the awesome smoking tube that Mike got me using. That works okay, but this gets me in the pellet space, right?
1: I was just trying to take a quick look and see if on there's a site called Amazing Ribs, and they do product reviews of smokers. Mm. And you can actually, they have 600 cookers that they reviewed. I'm just trying to see real quick if they have a Pit Boss. But Pit Boss is owned by um, Danson's. So they're giving them between sol- silver and gold. No.
0: I'm, I'm using it. I'm using it every other week. I mean, and and I'll be honest. I will probably, well, why wouldn't I be? I will probably end up only using it half of the time. Like, so Saturday we're going to do pork butt, right? That's, I would put it on this. Yep. But, because then I would start it at night, let it go overnight. It, you know, in the morning, take it off throw it in a cooler and let it sit the rest well, of the day. But
1: for me, I'm nine o'clock at night until two o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Okay. So you're, you're keeping it on there the whole time. Right. So yeah. and So two and o'clock, you,
1: wrap it up and then have it for dinner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the pellet grill would be great for that burgers. I'm going to throw them on my gas grill.
1: Right. Uh, you can do, do reverse your steaks with it too. Yeah. Right. So you smoke the steak or the rib eyes, and then you toss them on your gas grill to finish them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I don't have to buy another propane tank. Just have to make sure I keep these, the the hoppers. This looks like it has a fairly
1: decent hopper size. I got to say 20 pounds, 25 pounds. Okay. Yeah. My big one uses about a pound an hour. So you fill it up before you go to sleep, you'll get at least 12 hours out of it. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't know. What do you think for 400 bucks?
1: That's, That's crazy pretty good that up here is a thousand bucks really yeah okay yeah and and you mentioned traeger to me the two best marketing companies in the barbecue industry are traeger and big green egg Mm -hmm. everybody knows them Mm -hmm. they're almost synonymous with pellet grilling is traeger um big green egg is komodos but there's a lot of other um and and I got to be careful because people tend to be a little fiercely loyal to their stuff. I've used a bunch of different uh, ceramic eggs and I've seen some other ones I like more than big green egg, but it's everybody's personal preference. Yeah. And same thing with the Traegers. Um, I've had Traegers, I've had Brawl Kings, I've had Rectex. I want to get a Yoder. My favorite one so far has been the Rectech. Um the thing is built like a tank. It holds I'll just show a quick shot here. Um It is having a hard time with this with my files tonight. I'm gonna try closing this window down, and reopening it. The uh, the window viewer is having a hard time. Huh. Well, hopefully we wanted to show some pictures, so let's get that. Um,
0: let's try and get that fixed.
1: I'll copy it under my under my desktop. While you're
0: while you're doing that, I will. Uh, I'll bring up the grill I was looking at, and you know we we so you know probably. You know, Ace Hardware, not, I mean, they've gotten better, but not, not always the cheapest, not always the cheapest place to go. But this was kind of an example of, you know, the Ironwind 650, now a smaller grill, right?
1: Double, double wall.
0: Double wall and Wi-Fi enabled, right? Yeah. So and I, can, I think it's
1: also got a DC motor in, if I remember right. Yeah.
0: So the ability to, you know, it does, it is a decent upgrade. Four times, eight, twelve. No, three times the price,
1: right? Go to go to uh, Rec Tech Grills. They just had a price increase, but I still think they're cheaper.
0: Okay, well, still the point is, I don't know if I wanted to, you know, right now in those high end grills, they're like you know over a thousand dollars, and I'm I'm just really struggling to to um, reward, (laughs) you know. Yeah. To reward inflation or re- yeah. reward those high-end ones, especially in kind of the current environment. But I, I would like to get, I mean, this is, this is the area I had kind of set 500 as my budget. I started looking at the thousand ones and Sarah was like, didn't you look at one that was like 500? <laughs> <laughs> course, yeah. I, was, I was like, oh yeah, I guess I did. And then, um, you know, it, it, and this is, this is one of the areas where I was thinking, wow. It would really be nice to have the Wi-Fi. Oh, 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 okay, I've got the meter, right? I've got the the meter. I'm more worried about the meat than I am anything else. Um, I can well, measure sure. that via Wi-Fi, right? I can get that. I can get the actual meat temperature if I'm worried about that. So
1: you also need to worry about um uh the pit going out because you can get on the on the pellet hoppers. You can actually get a a case where you're getting sort of a reverse avalanche where the the pellets start getting jammed up in the top of the auger and they won't start flowing down okay right so as the pellets go down the middle of it you end up having a wall of pellets on the outside that aren't going flowing down um it's almost like a static jam and so every once in a while you want to go through there and give them a bit of a shake so you want to you want to get an alert if your uh pellets if your pellet grill starts dropping below temperature okay um now, what was I looking for? Oh, yeah, rectite temperature. So, um, that was my temperature gauge last time. So, there, that's the commanded temperature versus actual temperature. And you can see it's pretty much bang on. And when there is a discrepancy, it's when I open the lid up. Mm. But that's the, the red line is. Uh, actual temperature and the white line is the commanded temperature. And that was over that was over 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And then the gray line at the bottom is meat temperature.
0: Much so more gradual. Thing.
1: Yeah. That's one of the things yeah. I love about my uh about the rectech. Um uh I'm not sure if that worked or not. I also I also managed to get the um The jerky so let's see if i can share this so that's about three quarters of the grill maybe a little more so you can see how big a 680 square inch grill is mm-hmm. and so what do you got on there
0: for the audio listeners what are what, what what do you got cut on there
1: that is brisket jerky okay brisket teriyaki jerky so i bought 30 pounds of brisket i pulled off i think eight pounds of um lean, uh, flat to make into jerky. Um, I made, I think it's seven pounds of fat, nine pounds. I ground up into ground beef and I think 12 pounds that I made into a, a dish called pepper stout beef. So I basically took two briskets and then chopped them up into a bunch of little pieces. Mm-hmm.
0: And then you put them on the grill and what temp and for how long?
1: Uh, marinate them first for two days. Okay. So they got marinated in, in a soy sauce, um, soy sauce recipe I found on a, a site called Hay Grill Hay, um, and then they're on the grill for about five hours a batch, and I had two batches, so I, I cooked at, for about ten temp? hours that day. At what temp? Uh, one eighty.
0: Okay. So pretty, pretty, pretty cool.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, about as low as I can make it. Right, and and the smoke on. Yeah, at oh. one eighty, it does what's called super smoke. So it actually, on the text, they actually pulse the fan. So by pulsing the fan, they get a whiff of smoke and then it stops. And a whiff of smoke and it stops. Because if you if you just continue to blow on it, it ends up turning into a fire. What do you think? Yeah. What do you
0: think um, cost-wise? You know, jerky's gotten expensive in the store. Yeah. Like if you, I mean, it's, I went to go buy some the other day. I'm like, $10 a package? Like, Really? What do you think in this kind of scenario? Is this definitely a cheaper way to go, jerky? If I mean, because you got a bunch of stuff out of that brisket, right?
1: Yeah, I did. I paid uh, 120 bucks Canadian, so about 90 bucks US for the jerky. I got seven pounds, uh, four pound, uh, five pounds of finished jerky. I got nine pounds of ground beef, and I got uh, 12 pounds of peppered stout beef that turned into nine pounds of meat. So I got a lot of meat out of it for, yeah, for the, for the price of it. Bucks. Yeah, And if I had wanted yeah. to, I could have gotten more jerky out of it. But the, what I do with the brisket, the brisket's got a, the flat part by itself, and then it's got the flattened point on top of each other. Right. So I trim the flat part back until it just gets into the flattened point joining. And then the rest of that stuff, I grind up or make another roast out of it. How, so I, how I don't long, kill myself.
0: How long does it take you to cut all that meat?
1: It was about an hour or hour and a half. Okay. Those are, and those are all hand cut. I don't use any, uh, I got friends that did it with a, like a meat slicer. Mm-hmm. Like when they're doing bacon, they do the same thing.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Bacon would be, well, hand cutting bacon could be labor Painful. intensive. Yeah. Yeah. Get that done. To
1: get it. That, this is the, uh, this is what I started out with.
0: Okay, so that's the the what we're showing is the brisket brisket. box. Yeah,
1: Yeah. packer briskets, two packer briskets.
0: Fairly, and and you're saying so 120 for both of those.
1: Yeah, it was four dollars a pound.
0: Oh, that's not that's not too bad.
1: Yeah, so about three thirty for you guys. Yeah.
0: Um, Do you do much pork loin? You know where you get the whole. Yeah, you can't. get the whole one.
1: Um, we were on a a kick where I was doing a lot of pineapple. Um, so I got a couple of dishes with that. Uh,
0: Cause I'm, I'm kind of thinking, you know, as you're finding that, I'm kind of thinking, you know, for the average consumer, you know, it used to be, I mean, meat, I'm not going to say meat was cheap, but it had gotten, you know, it had gotten reasonable, but I think it's back to unreasonable again, depending upon the, the cuts if you're buying cuts
1: but if you're buying pork loin is cheap we're paying two bucks a pound right 250 a pound right so that is uh that is a sweet and sour pork skewer with pineapple cilantro rice Hmm. and the rice was done in the instant pot so that was one weekend and then let's see if i can get to this looking through here, trying to find the picture I'm looking for. Uh, that wasn't it. Sorry. You're,
0: ma- you're making me hungry. Just going through the pictures. Through them.
1: There you go. Uh, this was pork, uh, pork loin. Oh, sorry. This was pork belly, pork belly burnt ends with grilled pineapple. Mm-hmm. I thought I had another pork loin one, but it's, uh, I'm trying to figure out where it went to. Well, and I'm,
0: you know, I'm considering buying bigger cuts and then cutting them, bringing them home and cutting them down. And, you know, to, to your point, you know, we can, you know, if I can, if I can get a brisket and make some good hamburgers out of it and make some. Oh, Brisket burgers are,
1: brisket burgers are, are phenomenal. They're, yeah. they're one of the tastiest.
0: Uh, you have, I assume you have a meat, you have a meat grinder
1: that you. That I'm you an major Okay. Oh. So it's a thing on, that mounts oh, on the front. of right. the aid.
0: Yep, yep, yep. No, I'm. I think we've talked about that
1: before. So that's the brisket burgers we did last weekend. I forgot to take a picture of them when they're when they were being prepped. Those were 310 grams each raw, which is three quarters of a pound, mm-hmm. and they're about the size of of my palm, <laughs> and about maybe three quarters of an inch thick. They shrank down to the perfect size for a bun for a, they, we got these brioche buns. They shrank down to the perfect size for the bun and um, they're about an inch thick when they're done because there's so much fat in them that the fat renders out and makes them shrink shrink up quite a bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they were probably a third of a pound, maybe a little bigger when they're done. Yeah. After they shrink all the way down.
0: So you want to make them pretty big because they're pretty fatty to start with.
1: Yeah. They're extremely fatty, but they're, they're tasty.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm getting hungry, even though I ate before we, we start, you know, I imagine, so tonight we had spaghetti and meatballs and Sarah had made, you know, we just oven baked the meatballs, but I imagine you could throw some meatballs on the, on the smoker in that, in the, you know, cook those up
1: pretty easily, right? Over the top chili. Yeah. You can actually do your spaghetti sauce on the smoker. So, you, you make a big, massive meatball and you put it on a grill over top of your pasta sauce and you let it smoke, and all the fat that renders out of it goes into your spaghetti sauce as a seasoning. Uh, <laughs>
0: there you go. It's there called, you go. The, the
1: recipe is called over the top chili, but you can do there the same thing the with, with spaghetti. Yeah. And we actually did that when we were doing our kitchen reno. I made massive uh, turkey meatballs, so like two pound turkey meatballs, and smoked them. And I did two for chili and two for spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And they're about the size of a cantaloupe. And cooked them up till they're done, chopped them in half, tossed them in the freezer, and then we want to have chili over the winter. We chopped the thing up into pieces, tossed it into the crock pot. That was our meat for a chili.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something something certainly to think about with because you know, you know, with you know, steak tips being, you know, eighteen dollars a pound or, you know, some of those. We can still find, now it's been a while, I haven't gone out in a couple of weeks, but I was still f- able to find some, you know, bacon-wrapped sirloins, fairly reasonable, right? That's been a good, that's been a good buy to throw on the grill. And, uh, and, but I tell you, we haven't, um, we have not, maybe over the last year, we haven't done as much steak. We did a lot of steak kind of pre-pandemic. Yeah. And then we... Much less I think because we just haven't been shopping as less. And I think because we've been doing pickup more and we were always buying in, steaks. Instant, when we were going, yeah. You don't have that,
1: that instant yeah. need that Oh, it's on sale. Or, I found a good deal in one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, we were, we tend to look wrap for deals. Those steaks up for me. We tend to look for deals. So I think we found these chickens for $7 a piece.
0: Are they just fryers or were they yeah. just, just whole chicken, right?
1: Yeah, just whole chicken. So yeah. uh, my wife did it off the marinade. I cooked it on the grill and then she did a stir fry. And then for the pitcher, we put it on top, of, on top of the stir fry. But mm-hmm. um, that was delicious, juicy. Uh, How
0: long on the chicken?
1: It was maybe an hour. We ever tend to do everything by temperature, right? So I couldn't tell yeah, you exactly just, how long it is. I, I take a probe in it, and when it yeah, hits 165 yeah. degrees, I know it's done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, Mark, you have completely changed. I mean, since you and I have been talking about this, you have taught me to go temperature only, and I'm, I've taught my kids now. Like, it's not a time thing. You're just checking. When it's done, it's done, which makes for interesting planning, right? Because you yeah. need to go. I mean, the other thing, the other thing you taught me was, especially on the big cuts, like a turkey or a a pork shoulder or some of those, even the chicken probably would do. Get that thing done early, wrap it and throw it in the cooler. Yeah. And my brother did that. We were just down in Oklahoma last weekend. He did a pork butt and finished it. I think he finished it at midnight, wrapped it up, threw it in the Yeti cooler. And then pulled it out 10 a.m. the next morning. And yeah. Of course, it was still is I mean, it loses no temperature in
1: there. It, it, gained, like, it helps. It helps. Yeah. It just starts to relax. Yeah. The worst the worst, the the biggest temperature one I did was New Year's Eve. We did one that finished up five o'clock in the morning. It was minus thirty Celsius. So like minus what's that, like thirty-two Fahrenheit? Like down that temperature they're pretty close to the same. They're temperature. close. At
0: 40 they met they
1: Yeah. They both cold 40, they meet. <laughs> they're cold. Yeah. So five o'clock in the morning I had to go out in my pajamas and pull this pork shoulder off the off the grill because it was done early. I wrapped it in foil and the cooler, tossed it in the uh in the kitchen. At 10 a.m. we drove to Montreal, which is two hours away, and it was in the trunk of the car. <laughs> so we wrapped at five, transported at 10. We had it at two o'clock in the afternoon. It was still over 160 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it travels well. Brisket does the same thing. Even uh, steaks have done that with. If if they're done a little bit early, we just wrap them in foil and take them in the oven at 150 and just let them sit there.
0: Would you Would you even consider say you were taking some steaks somewhere? Yeah. Would you consider them getting them to temperature, wrapping them, then when you get there, sear them?
1: No. No, because I don't spend enough time on a steak. Okay. And you can do a decent steak on a gas barbecue if it gets hot enough. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: That's true. That goes, they go pretty fast,
1: right? Now That's I have done good. it. We did for a, a friend's wedding. Um, it was a potluck for her wedding. And I told her I bring pulled pork. And I cooked the pork overnight. I think I pulled it pulled off at 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. and her, her potluck was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I pulled it at her place. So I made the sauce ahead of time. I had the pork shoulders ready to go. I brought them to her house with my pulling forks, and then I pulled it at her place. So it kept it all nice and moist until then. Yeah. Um, we have a friend's cottage that we go to, and as a way of thanks for letting us go to the cottage, we bring up food. So last year, we brought up five pounds of pulled pork in freezer bags, like vacuum bags, and um, we reheat that in uh, boiling water. So just take the freezer bag, toss it in boiling water, let it come to temperature, and we made nachos one night, and and, um, sandwiches next. Mm. So this year, when we go up, we're going to be doing a um, salt, pepper, garlic, pork belly, Asian salad. Because they came over to see us to talk about the summer plans a couple months ago, and we made it with a homemade peanut sauce. And the guy liked it so much. He went back for seconds, even though there was no meat left. And yeah, his, his girlfriend said, yes, yeah. so he's going back for seconds. He likes it. Yeah. 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 Actually, I, well, I was, of I was just
0: thinking the, um the, like I said, the, um, um, meatballs we made tonight would have been an easy. Yeah. Roll Very those easy on, the, on the grill, throw them on the, throw them on the pellet, let them, let them cook to temperature. And that's, Kind of what we did tonight too is she had the top rack. We'd check the temperature when it hit when it hit it. They would um you know, we just pull 'em.
1: That's so that's that uh Asian pork belly salad we make. So that, yeah, that's go. a base of uh like cooked Asian noodles, coleslaw, uh Asian greens uh spg port belly peanut sauce and then some garnish and then behind it can you see this little thing on the top mm-hmm. you know what that is
0: Mm-mm. looks like an oreo
1: bacon wrapped oreo
0: <laughs> is that good
1: oh it is phenomenal really yeah we did it with Oreos. We did it with Cinnabon Oreos. And we did it with maple cookies. And uh, wrapped and uh, smoked. And a little bit of uh, barbecue rub on them. And uh, yeah.
0: All right. So hold on. Just a straight Oreo.
1: Straight Oreo. Wrap it then in half a, half a strip of bacon. Half a strip. Put seasoning on top of it. Barbecue rub. Okay. And put it on indirect heat until the bacon is crispy.
0: <laughs> I've never heard of that.
1: It is deadly. Huh.
0: So what's the, so what happens to the filling?
1: It, does it, the whole does, cookie gets soft. Like you can actually yeah. see it sort of looks, this is the only one that's left out of 12. <laughs> I had to take a picture before they all disappeared. <laughs> but you can see that the bacon constricts a little bit. Yeah. And it starts to reshape the cookie. Right So the whole thing becomes nice and warm, but it all holds its shape. hmm it was on a bunch of forums, and I tried it, and we tried it twice and it's like, wow like this is this is yeah
0: that's an easy one
1: that's I mean, an easy one
0: that's an easy one to do for sure. Wow, I never thought of putting those to what would you double stuff it uh or just a rake just a single right uh, the first time
1: stuff. we did regular the second time we did double stuff, okay. But I think my favorite ones are probably the Cinnabon ones. So you got Cinnabon know. Oreos, yeah, and then yeah. wrap them in bacon.
0: Well, they they've got those bacon donuts, you know, with yes. maple, right? Maple fill, maple icing, and then the donut on top. So you get that, and then sweet bacon and...
1: piece on top of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess we do that. You know, oftentimes we'll take bacon and with pancakes, and you bacon then put makes the everything bacon better in syrup, right? Everything, you know? Everything's
1: better with bacon, right?
0: Um, so Tim, Tim in the chat says, wait, the bacon's cooked before it's wrapped around the nope. cookie, raw bacon around a cookie. <laughs> that, just, that just doesn't sound right. Yeah. That just does not. Okay. So just, yeah, just wrap it and then cook it indirect until it's crispy is what you're yep. saying. What generally, what is, is that a 10 minute deal or. No, no. You're a,
1: looking on smoke. You're looking about an hour.
0: Oh, that long. 45 minutes to an hour. That yeah. long. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah it's, yeah. it's cooked. Like the bacon's fully yeah. cooked
0: and the cookie's not gonna um that's that the heat's not gonna do anything to the cookie it'll it make it, it soft, soft.
1: yeah, yeah. You, you get bacon grease going into the cookie yeah <laughs> so you get it, it's just the whole thing just becomes delicious S-
0: sarah bacon wrapped oreos what do you think and then uh, she says "This sounds pretty good actually yeah <laughs> okay all right that's fine um well, that is, okay, yeah, Tim says, uh, Tim in the chat says, okay, got it, got to try that. That may be the takeaway from the show tonight is bacon-wrapped Oreos, like, no, 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 it's smoked on the grill, about an hour, till the bacon's crisp. No, no, Mark says it just it makes it taste great. Yeah, yeah, he's done it, he's showing a picture. Yeah, yeah, Sarah's sarah's in i okay, now i gotta get that pellet grill
1: now you gotta get the grill that, that's your issue <laughs> for getting it you couldn't do that on your Kenmore. no 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 that would that, that that's would probably not. the biggest benefit of, of a pellet grill is that you can put whatever you want onto it like this stuff um is
0: everything indirect on a pellet grill or yeah okay
1: unless you, there are some models that have a a a slider that you can move out the way to get the direct uh flame um but if you look at, uh, i trying to see if I have any pictures of it when I'm cooking it. Um, well, this is the stuff that, that I cooked. Uh, so that's pork belly, which is one of the fattiest cuts of meat you can get. It's around where the bacon, they cut the bacon, right? It's what they make bacon out of. Right, right. So it's, it's like bacon, but thicker, right? So it's about one inch cubed and then the full length of a piece of bacon. So. That was two different uh, batches done. Um, the front jar is that buddy, my buddy, Canadian spokesman Sean, that was on the show last year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the back one is SPG. So I cook those up for about six or seven hours on the grill, and then I um, freeze them, and then we pull them out as we want to use them. So that was what was on that uh, Asian um, Asian salad. You um you do a lot
0: overcooking cooking or cooking big batches. Divide it up, freeze it, and then bring it back out. Right? You Mm -hmm. you do that a lot,
1: don't you? Mm -hmm. There's only two of us in the house, right? So you buy thirty pounds of brisket. You got to make it last,
0: (laughs) (laughs) or buy a smaller brisket. But that's probably harder, right? Because
1: you well, you can't get that much smaller, right? right? That's uh, the but by vacuum sealing it and um, actually right here uh still sharing yeah so by vacuum sealing it that's nine pounds of brisket ground beef and you can you can see in some of the bags how much fat there is in this stuff right like it's it's fatty meat (laughs) but as somebody said it's not 90 percent lean no fat is flavor (laughs) but that was nine pounds so that was one section of the of the briskets that we just ground up and made four two pound bags and a one pound bag right and we'll use that for burgers or we'll use that for tacos or whatever you want to do do I have
0: to vacuum seal it? Can I just use Ziploc bags that I try and get all the air out of? Or
1: you can. We just vacuum seal it because we have a vacuum sealer and and um it, we could be having them in there for like we've done vacuum sealers two years old, right? It just stops the freezer burn.
0: Yeah, we've you know, one of the things we've done, we did some of that overcooking and then we're like, oh, we'll freeze the extra and put it in there. Then we forget to go back and get it. And so, like, I had a soup that I made. I made some split pea soup. I don't know, maybe January of 2021. <laughs> so, you know, like 18 months ago, and they would just been sitting in the freezer. And uh, you know, we we laid them flat so that they would just you could stack them, right? And yeah. the intent was like for lunch, you just grab it,
1: you know, grab and go,
0: warm it back up in the microwave, and you'd you'd be so. But then you got to almost, at least for me, you almost got a plan for that, like. I need to, I need to add that. I need to have a day where I say, okay, Fridays are our freezer days where we go, the meal is going to come from the freezer so that we use some of that, you know.
1: We tend to do less um, whole meals, unless it's something like a, like a casserole or a chili or a spaghetti right, or something. Right. We tend to do more of the protein for the meal. Right. Um, like, well, this, that makes uh,
0: sense. You don't want to freeze. I mean, the protein freezes the easiest and. Yeah. And, and it thaw's the fastest too. Right. Right. And stuff veggies are not good frozen, to be
1: honest. I mean no, they don't they don't thaw nicely.
0: Yeah, we we did frozen tonight and it's been a long I HelloFresh has got us baking so veggies so much, right? Yes. Which is just better than than steaming. At least me. I think they're tastier. And so the, um go ahead, what do you got there?
1: That's a chunk of brisket that was left from that brisket butchering that I did. Mm-hmm. So that was about twelve pounds, ten pounds of brisket. Um, that then got put on a bed of veggies after. So it gets cooked like that until 160, then gets put on a bed of vegetables and a can of Guinness and Worcester sauce Ooh. and then braised. And then after 13 hours of cooking, it turns out like that.
0: When you say braised, what do you mean by that?
1: Uh, so you take this chunk of meat, you put it on top of the, row, the pan of veggies, you cover the entire thing in foil and you seal it up. Okay. So it basically steaming the veggies, vegetables are got steaming it. at the got same it. time as the meat's cooking. Got it. The juice comes out of the meat, the vegetables reduce down. So that whole pan and all that meat turned into that, which is yeah. half the pan.
0: Over how long and at what 13 ten?
1: hours. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Cooking veggies for that long.
1: The veggies are cooked for about six. Okay. Six or seven. Yeah. So this got put on at 6 a.m. Actually, I can tell you because of the graph. So yeah. that cup put on at 6 a.m. Yeah. and if we look at the graph, that's the 5:54, and then at uh, two one thirty ish, I put it, I started brazing it.
0: Where's this temperature coming from again? My RecTech. Okay, the grill. These the are grill. grill these are grill temps.
1: Yeah, uh, okay. well, grill and meat temps. It has right. so the RecTech has a a grill RTD and two meat RTDs. Okay. Um so I think this was my smoke, and then I braised it. And then I think I read up that I should have turned it up to 350. Yeah, so when I wrapped it, it was right here. So that's about 230. So between 230 and 5, and it actually continued and it was done at 6 30. Um so I think at five I unwrapped it, and then you end up making this um meat sauce. So you have a lot of meat and a lot of juice still. And then every half hour, you put it back on the grill at 350 and every half hour you go and stir it. And that helps evaporate out the rest of the meat or the mm-hmm. juice. Mm-hmm. That is my wife's number one most requested meal. Hmm. And that's called pepper stout beef. And that's then the,
0: what's the beef temperature when you're
1: done? 203. Okay. Okay. Roughly. Okay. It's, right. it's again, it's probe tender. So right. Right. a buddy of mine uses a chopstick and he says, when you can push the chopstick in with no resistance, it's ready.
0: <laughs> Got it.
1: So Got I it. used my, my meat thermometer and I just probed into it. It wasn't, it didn't pull as nicely as I wanted. So I just chopped it. There wasn't, there's no, no harm, no foul in doing that. Right. Right. And, uh, that was a sandwich the first night. And then we package that up. And I think we have nine pounds of that stuff in the freezer mm. and we'll use it for shepherd's pie, for spaghettis, for tacos, for nachos, for sandwiches, wraps, yeah. whatever we want.
0: Yeah. Do you package them in like one pound bags? Or? Yeah, depending
1: on what it is. Oh, okay. This this is typically one pound, one maybe a pound and a half. Right. So you might that's get a. Just I mean, what
0: we're seeing on the screen is just the meat, right? You've the vegetables are off by this point.
1: No, right? no, vegetables are in there. Okay, they're all mixed in. Okay. Yeah. So, this and this gets combined together and reduces no, down to that. Yeah. So you can see. I'm not sure if you see my mouse or not, but you can see some red in the middle of it, and then you can see a little bit of green from the green peppers and. Mm-hmm mushrooms are reduced into their The, too, the okay. meat
0: by this point is just disintegrated, yeah. right? Disintegrated into the veggies, okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, that sounds good.
1: That's <laughs> That's uh,
0: but that's an all-day cook,
1: right? That's an all-day cook and that's mm. one that you have to babysit. Yeah. Like a like a, a pulled pork you don't a pulled right. pork you throw on and you pull it off when it's done. That dish you have to babysit it every so you you smoke it until 160 um then you braise it until it hits about until it goes probe tender um, then you pull the meat or chop the meat, mix it in with all the veggies, and then you put it back on the grill until it gets the right temperature, a right consistency, sorry, so you want it to be a bit like a paste and not real wet, yeah, yeah, I made that probably a dozen times at least, yeah,
0: yeah. Any uh, Mark, any new as we kind of bring this in for a landing, any new uh, any new tech that you've added to your to your grilling stuff?
1: I bought something that I haven't used yet. I bought a new we talked about uh, Inkbird before.
0: Yeah, and that's what I went with for a, for a thermometer, instant read.
1: So they just came out with a new one. Um, and I can see if I can find the uh, my order for it. It was a uh, Inkbird Bluetooth probe um so it looks just like my regular one but it uh let's see if i can do this uh sure okay yeah so bluetooth probe dual probes instant read 328 foot range
0: Uh, you you have honey alerts set up too i see yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I haven't used this yet, but I picked it up when there was a coupon on it a little while ago. So instant read, as well as Bluetooth, as well as, I think it's waterproof too? Maybe not. But for $37 as a backup probe, Mm -hmm. it just seemed stupid not to get it.
0: Does it have, Does it? so it's got probes with it too, right? So it's not only instant read, but then you could leave leave it it outside the grill or leave it outside the oven. Run the probes in, right? Yep. Joe, Joe says uh, he went with the Wi-Fi version. What's the wh- what would be the advantage of uh, Bluetooth versus Wi-Fi? Do you think for that?
1: Uh, there's none. I think Wi-Fi is yeah. a better solution. Um, I went with this one. I already have Wi-Fi probes. I have the Thermal Work Smoke Wi-Fi, which is to me is the cat's the, the cat's meow. It, it's it's a it's arguably the best one to get. You can get, but you pay for it. Yeah, um, I bought it when they didn't even have a Wi-Fi bridge, and I think I paid 150 bucks for the Wi-Fi bridge when it came out. But it's—they um, make instant-read thermometers that are 100 bucks a piece. Um, but for the, I, I use—I have three or four of these instant reads, and they're what I go to every time. Mm-hmm. Um, they charge up with USB-C. Um, if they get left out in the rain, I'm not overly worried because they're 15 bucks a piece. But they also have a small, um, a very fine point on them, which means that they react fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, again, we did the uh, Oktoberfest sausage tonight, and I just probed them before I was done, stick them in the, in- in the end of it, make sure they're 165, and they're pull them off. Mm-hmm. Um, the old way was you used to cook them until they crack, and then they're all dry. and right. Yeah. You'd always
0: overcook them. Yeah. We, we have that are, you know, we bought that orange, uh, it, you know, instant read thermometer and, and, uh, works. I think. Right.
1: Think and or yeah, maybe you got the works one. I think yeah.
0: I got the, th- well, it doesn't matter. Uh, the, 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 the point is, is that it, um, man, we use that every meal, Yeah, every meal, right. Pull that out. Where's the meat at? Boom. You don't overcook the chicken, you don't There's nothing, o- you, nothing yeah.
1: better than a properly cooked, like just at the point where it's safe, not overly right. cooked and dried, right? Especially with yeah, that pork the, that's the, already dry.
0: The other habit I've gotten into is setting a rest timer. So yep. pull those things out, set the rest timer, put it down. It feels weird because you're like, "Oh, it's getting cold." No, it's resting. Like it'll be, it'll be just fine. Trust me, it'll be just. Fine. You wrap
1: it in foil. Yeah. Worst case, you put it in the oven at the same time at like one fifty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I just throw it on top of the stove. We are stove, if we're baking uh, vegetables, so to speak, at the same time, or potatoes, right? Mm -hmm. I've got a, it's got a vent on the one side that it's, that there's heat coming out of. So you just toss that underneath the vent and it keeps them, keeps them warm enough. You know, I don't need, listen, I don't need chicken that's going to burn my tongue. Like it's, you know, it's, it tastes good, kind of warm.
1: We have a, we got a new stove with our new, when we were in a kitchen rental, and it's got a vent it's one of these stoves that's got all the dials at the front so it's got a vent at the back that comes out from the oven and goes onto the the cooking surface and i've toasted bread before on that vent (laughs) i've taken buns and put them on the vent and got it nice and toasted yeah so there's a lot of heat coming out of those
0: well last night we made um i think this must have been an in and out burger inspired hamburgers from hello fresh and they make like you make like um you know, thousand Island or something. Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You make like a thousand, but grilled onions and then put the onions in the sauce and we took the buns. And so we cooked the onions first and then threw the hamburgers in that, you know, took the onions out. Don't wipe it out. Just then put the burgers in. Then when the burgers were done, throw a little butter on the buns and throw the buns in once on top of what the burgers just came out of. You know, we drain some of the fat off so it wasn't like it wasn't soaking up fat tasty oh man like yeah. and get that get that pan super hot so it toasts it quick so the top of the bun is super soft and the then you get the you know you get the toe oh the mark <laughs> it was so good and then we we roasted um uh we roasted potatoes so potato fries and we've got we we bought some freddy's uh potato you know seasoning uh, seasoning yeah Threw that on there uh, when they came out. It was so, it was so good.
1: Like it was I, just, it was. So I good. didn't do a lot of cooking last year on the grills. Like I said, when COVID was hitting and we weren't doing entertaining, we didn't do a lot of cooking. But it's it feels good to be getting behind it again. Yeah, I yeah, had I'm a not- I had a mini victory this uh, last week. It's a, it's not a greatest picture, but I hadn't used my acorn in probably six months. I walked up to it, I fired it up, I set the dials and I walked away from it. So this has got a top vent and bottom vent and I wanted to hit 350. And I posted that on my Facebook page on on the local Ottawa barbecue group cuz there's about like 2,000 people on it. I'm like only charcoal only charcoal grillers know the satisfaction of setting your vents and walking away and hitting your desired temp <laughs> like bang on. I think I'm like 349 or something on that one but mm. A little bit of satisfaction about knowing your.
0: Grill. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's, uh, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother level for me to get back. And I, I learned, I grew up on, charco- on charcoal. My dad, we had a Weber. My dad didn't know how to grill. And so I figured out how to, you know, and we do burgers, burgers and dogs, like not a lot, but it's a lot more work. You know,
1: it's, I had this discussion with my dad the other night. And we did, he, when we had the power outage, we had him over for a steak dinner. Um, we'd already planned on having him over, but it worked out well that he couldn't cook anyways. Um, and he has a nice Weber yeah, uh, propane grill. And he said, well, it's just so much easier with my grill to get up and running. I'm like, well, my acorn, I was 15 minutes. Yeah. I put on gloves. No. so I, If I'm dealing with the charcoal, I don't get my hands covered in soot. Right. Um, I let the thing 15 minutes later, I was grilling on it.
0: Yeah. No, that's it, true. It's it wasn't a it's lot of,
1: yeah it, yeah. it it is dirtier. There's no denying it. You're working with with charcoal, but um, I'm not allowed. I don't I don't lift my wife a lot, but I'm not allowed to have another gas grill now. So,
0: <laughs> do you you got your eyes? Is there anything in the future that you got your eyes on that you're kind of yoder? Late? Okay,
1: a yoder. Yoder. I, I, ideally, a yoder four eighty. Okay. Nice size. Um, heavy, built like a tank, an absolute tank. Um, they last forever. They're about like 3 inch steel, 1 8 steel. They're, they're, um, they're known for making smokers and then made pellet grills. So that their, their history is smokers. And I'm looking at probably the smallest one they make. Yeah. So that's this 640. And That thing's an absolute beast. <laughs> it looks like a beast. Yeah,
0: it's also it has the price of a beast. I think there are three thousand bucks to twenty six. Yeah, twenty six eighty on this one.
1: So that one over here, I think is forty five hundred bucks. Forty oh, three hundred bucks. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: On a competition
1: cart, I like this. Yeah. So that that yeah. cart, the competition cart, is that orange thing at the bottom. Right. So normally it comes with spindly legs, but the competition cart designed for you to allow you to roll in and out of the trailers. But they make one a little bit smaller than that. They make the yeah. four eighty.
0: And these are pellets? Yeah. Are these okay, let's see if we can find
1: so that first so one right said... there. Uh that's a six forty that's the six forty a... regular. And the six forty built in. There's a four eighty. Right there. So two thousand bucks US. Yeah. So last time I looked at those over here, there were twenty three hundred Canadian. Mm. Yeah,
0: there's a there's a little bit of a tax on there. There's a little bit of a a Canada tax.
1: Yes, for but for the that. other part of that is if you look at that and you look at the weight of it versus looking at the weight of the Pit Boss, it's about three times the weight for the small one. Yeah, like they're they are built like tanks. So there's well, the type of thing where it's the last grill you ever buy.
0: It's look at this ten year grill body warranty. Yeah, at the bottom here, ten
1: years. <laughs> well, you see that bar on top of the uh, the door up here that's that's a balance bar That's to help you open the door (laughs) because because the lid's so heavy because the lid's (laughs) heavy
0: oh that's hilarious let's look here's there's here's a picture
1: so this one has a sliding (laughs) grate i believe that allows you to see your stuff
0: lit up there's the there's with the bin up the
1: you know the uh pellet bin and it's extracted the it? uh, expanded bin. steel. So it's got two racks on it. Yeah. The, the main rack and then an expanded steel upper rack.
0: I don't find a front rack very helpful to me, but that's maybe
1: that's just me. I use mine just about every time I use a grill. Do you? I walk over there with a plate full of food and put it down on it. Then I lift yeah. the lid up and then I can...
0: I always go to the side racks for that. I don't know why that is. So I well, if it's
1: juicy, that. you don't really want to be lifting over the top of the side.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. If it's in a marinade stuff, it's easier if you're just going straight across right but that that's my that's your What i bought my last grill um there was a 480 for sale for the same price as the one i bought and i have some friends that have a couple of brookings and they love them and uh, and brookings a great company so i figured okay i'll give it a try i'm not as happy with it as i thought it would be and their app is terrible um rec Tech's app is phenomenal um so I've, I've seen what apps can be like. And I think they've recognized it and they've started doing some beta testing on a new Apple version, an iOS version, but the Android version isn't out yet. Um, I, I believe that you shouldn't be advertising something until it works. Yeah. yeah. Like when Rectech released their stuff, it, it's been, other than alerts not quite working, It, it the actual app itself worked great. Um, the Royal King hasn't. There have been problems with Android. There was problems with Apple. They fixed the Apple. They're throwing it on the Android. Yeah.
0: That is that is a caution when you're buying, especially if you're buying an off-brand that, is, that has the Wi-Fi. You, you, know, you might want to read the reviews on the app because that
1: could be where they where they cheat. And know? I think on the pit Boss, you can actually buy an upgraded controller if you want to add Wi-Fi. I think so. I so if you so. buy it and you say, you know what, I, yeah. I like this, and this is perfect yeah. for size, and everything else is great about it, I just want to get Wi-Fi. Um, like, I've done things like turn down my meat temperature when in the middle of the barbecue store buying rub. Right. So, but I, I use it more for alerts than anything else, right? Right. I'll no, right on. right on. There's a, a, a yeah. pellet jam. Um, I need to make sure I go out there and, and get the thing going again, or mm-hmm. you don't want to wreck a $75 brisket because you ran out of fuel because yeah, you didn't run out of fuel, but...
0: I usually watch the meat temp, and that can kind of tell me, you know, if it stalls, oh, I better go out and check it,
1: right? Or, or but overnight, you won't check it.
0: No, it's, it's true. It's <laughs> that's true. That's, that's when it's <laughs> going to
1: happen, right? <laughs> Murphy's law. It's going yeah. to jam in
0: the middle of the night. You're right. Um, here's the. This is a crazy. Look, look at the cover. Yeah. For this thing that that looks like somebody had to hand sew that thing to.
1: Yep. Would that's I? Because if, the shelf don't fold over. If I yeah,
0: if I get this this uh this pit boss do i do i get a cover for it
1: yes okay um it's gonna make it last right okay i've had a cover for one of my girls um most of my girls are still in pretty good condition i don't clean the outside a lot but they're, they're still my acorn is i think it's gotta be close to nine years old this year eight or nine years old um it's still lasting i'm on my third cover um Most people have them. They wear after three years. So whatever I'm doing with this thing is working. Yeah. And it's still a lot of fun. I don't know my pizza's on it anymore because actually I'll show you that real. Where did my pizzas go? Um, I'll show you that real quick if I can get the picture to come up. Um, Yeah. Uh, I saw your pizza earlier, I think in there i think i gotta stop sharing first and I share share so that was four pizzas that were done uh about 90 seconds a piece oh wow okay yeah. and so what'd you have
0: the in the smoker
1: no in a thing called an uni pellet grill a uni pellet pizza oven
0: okay so it's a dedicated pizza oven
1: yeah dedicated pizza oven runs off of pellets um, those are, I think are about 12 inch, uh, pizza crust, uh, pizza peels. And it just fits one of those perfectly, but it's, it's running 800, 900 degrees in there. Is it spinning inside or do you have? To, no, you do, have to spin it. You got to spin it. Okay. So, so I, you, you, you put it in, you wait 45 seconds then you open the lid up, spin it around and put it back in again. Yeah. Yeah. But they were, they were tasty. We had, uh, we had a whole production line. So I was outside cooking. Our neighbors came over and, and the wives were making it, and we were spinning them, and <laughs> and it was ultra thin crust. And yeah,
0: do you do you find thin crust is better um, for a pizza oven as opposed to because it goes so fast as opposed yeah. to trying to do something? Okay, Yeah, something.
1: If you're cooking it in the oven or or even on the acorn and you're not going as hot like 600 degrees or 500 degrees, you can get away with a thicker crust. But when these things are cooking in 90 seconds, mm-hmm. it, it's can you and you do it a is literally 90 crust? seconds what's that can you
0: do can you do a pre-made crust on those where you know the yep.
1: well actually that, what that what was I, I think that was actually a pre-made crust those um, these were yeah not pre-made like pre-formed but right, I think we went right. to a local a local um grocery store that has a stone baked pizza oven in the entrance of the store so they you can buy pre-made stone baked pizzas or you can actually buy a kit and the kit comes with the dough and the sauce and pepperoni. Okay. And I think we, for that one, I think we actually bought that dough and made our pizzas up.
0: I was thinking, you know, you get those pre-made pizza Oh, like a, like a Delicio or whatever the, that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Papa John ones are pizza's really popular. Lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the barbecue forum, people buy Papa John's and then click them on the Traegers all the time. Yeah, we, we,
0: we do that too. I have to give that a try. Yeah. They, and, and leave it nice on the... Is, Leave it on the, the, the paper, right. When they put it in there. Cause it comes I probably with... wouldn't.
1: Mm. I would put it right on the, right in the grill. Okay. But the nice thing is you're getting the wood fire, right? Right. So even if you only cook it at 400 or 450 versus cooking at a higher temperature on the gas, you're getting this, this, the wood smoke cooking it. Right. Right. But yeah, Papa John ones are really, I Ooh. think you can buy Papa John's uncooked. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure.
0: No Papa Murphy's. Well, our, our take and bake is Papa Murphy's. Okay. So
1: yeah. But same idea yeah. where you're taking same home the exact idea, yeah. yeah, and you toss it on the grill and, and cook it up and
0: I think they're better. I Papa Murphy's I think is better than Papa John's, and you it's take and bake. So we they we, they almost know us by by first name. <laughs> <laughs> we get we get pizzas from them quite a bit, and they're cheap. I mean it's it's one of those things, and the prices haven't gone up with inflation. So it's so
1: like, what you should do is if you get so. your pit boss do one on the gas, one on the pit boss, and you're then right. do a blind taster. Yeah. Yeah, and see what well.
0: We- I do one in the oven because that's how we normally do it, and then I do one on the grill and see what, and then and then take a slice of each. Yeah, and see if I can
1: tell. Yeah, Cause we used to do it on the acorn, and we would get that acorn roaring like my ash pan. The ash pan on the acorn pops off, and it'll actually hang down on on little handles. I had that thing, so the handles on the outside of the ash pan were smoking, and the. <laughs> inside of the ash pan was 1200 degrees fahrenheit. It was just roaring. We I think we had the pizza stone up to about 700 degrees. Oh,
0: that'll cook it fast. That'll And cook that was it a little fast. thicker crust. I think in the oven we do 425 uh convection 425 fan yeah. as they would say in Britain.
1: The and, new and our new stove will do I think 550 500 or 550. Oof, wow. Wow. It's gas and convection and air, uh, air fryer. That's five fifty.
0: Yeah. i have not a piece in there yet. I think five's the highest we can go on ours. Well, I don't know, Mark. I'm going to, I'm going to think about this. Uh, I need to, I need to, I'll check in with Sarah one more time, see if she wants me to pull the trigger to like, do we want a pellet grill? So what this is, I, I just wanted to make sure like that you felt like this was worth something
1: worth getting. Oh, I, I don't, th- for first off, I don't think the size is an issue. Okay. Right. Because typically, like you just said, you're going to use this for long cooks, right? Right. So you're going to do ribs on it for six hours. You're going to do pork shoulders on it. Um, you always have people come through your house. You always have kids coming over and you're having parties and you're having. I would get a wireless thermometer, a Wi-Fi thermometer okay. to measure your pit temp. I've got the, oh, okay.
0: Because I've got the meter that we use yep. for the meat. Yeah. You're saying an additional one to, to measure the
1: pit temp the to pinch. give you an alert if the fire goes out. Got it. Got it. Um, Didn't you have an eye grill? Uh, I
0: do. I could use, uh, yeah. I use do. the eye I grill your pit temp. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea.
1: Because it doesn't cool. have to be the same tool. It just has to be yeah. Yeah. you want to know when the fire has gone out, if right. the fire has gone out. Right. Like we had right. that before with our charcoal that the fire ran out good in the middle idea. of the night. It just snuffed itself out. So right. it's a matter of, what I did then was I shut down that grill, fired up the oven and topped it in the oven. Cause it got the smoke. I just had to finish cooking the pork. So a pit thermometer and I'd be, I'd pretty
0: much be in business at that point. Right. And a cup. The,
1: the only other thing I'll say, which is something that took me a while to find is that they make uh pale liners. Oh, so okay. if you look at yeah. that grill again, they have a little yeah. bucket on it. Yep. They make little foil liners that go into those buckets, which make it a lot easier to clean out. Okay. But yeah, that, that's it. Like You're in a cover.
0: Yeah, in a cover and we're in business.
1: Right. And then try and find lumberjack pellets. Uh, if you go to Costco, they're starting to sell pellets now under Kirkland. And I believe they're made by a lumberjack. Uh, Bear Mountain's another one. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the store. Rural King, I think it is. R-U-R-A-L King. Okay. And they sell a lot of lumberjack and a lot of other brands of pellets. And if you get serious about it, you can split a, a pallet with uh Uyghur.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. I was just at Uyghur's place a couple weeks ago. So that's true.
1: That's true. Like it's uh, I, yeah. I was counting the other day to see if I was getting low on pellets. And I think I counted 280 pounds of pellets in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm good for a bit still.
0: Joe says, uh, seems to recall there's a whole modding community for the pit boss.
1: That's what um, got me into my acorn was that there was a whole modding mm-hmm. community for the acorn.
0: He says, uh, I want to say that the mod, uh, the Rectech temp controller.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I think Rectech came out with their own controller too, which seemed to be pretty good. The Rectech well, controller, definitely I'm happy with it. it was, it's been my, uh, it made a huge difference, that thing. Mm.
0: Mark, always good to catch up with you and uh, always good to talk grilling. You always, you know, and I, I do need to, I still need to get that Weber.
1: You know, I do need to get it. You need enough room for three. You need, I a, do. You need three fuels.
0: Yeah, I could do, I could do all three.
1: Propane, charcoal, I, and pellet. Yeah,
0: I could do all three. I just need to commit. If I do it, I need to commit to cooking more. I mean, I do I could we cook quite a bit, but what's what's so what's been interesting is since the pandemic, we've actually cooked less on the grills. Yes. We've done more because we went to Hello Fresh and we kinda That was kind of like, those are, you know, those are pan or oven cooked. We could take them to the grill, but I just never did. And so I, it, it is, HelloFresh prices went up a little bit. So I, you know, it's one of those kinds of things. It's like, well, I need to do a better job of getting, you know, bigger cuts of meat that I always think of you, that I can, you know, we can bag, tag and bag.
1: Here's yeah. here's another completely off the off – the, uh, I know we're trying to finish this up, but no, one you're last good, one you're to good. talk about No, you're good. You're good. Um, this was a um, mini omelet cooked on the smoker. So it was done with a little bit of hash brown on the bottom of a muffin tin. Mm-hmm. And these are those jumbo muffin tins, so like the, the six in a tray. So one hash brown chopped into six that I cooked for about 45 minutes, got a little crispy – I then tossed in egg mixture, bacon, and two ba- types bacon of
0: cheese. Bacon bits, just bacon bits? Yeah, uh,
1: yep. Yep. two types of cheese, and I want to say kielbasa or something, some other form of meat, I think it was. Oh, chicken. We had some chicken left over from a previous dinner. So I tossed in chicken and bacon and two types of cheese, and I smoked them on the grill. Am I going the right way? Wrong way. Smoked them on the grill, and I made these little omelets. Yeah, little quiches. Little quiches, like crustless quiches. Yeah. And then that was the breakfast with a, a something called a thyme pie, which is a Lebanese uh, pita dish, and a couple of uh, little quiches and a Caesar. Yeah. Or brunch, I guess it was. Yeah. But that's that was done on the smoker. Yeah. Right? Because it's indirect heat, so you don't have to worry about overcooking it. So I set it at 300, 325, whatever it was, and I had a nice, tasty, wood-fired quiche.
0: Mm. sounds good so it's
1: not just it's not just the the main protein it's right right um it's dessert if you do the cookies it's the um cooking bacon on it without having to worry about about flare-ups right Mm -hmm. you just lay the bacon right on the grill and let the thing cook at 300 Mm -hmm. degrees till it's done Mm um the uh baking on a regular a chicken skin chicken on a regular grill if it hits the burners it lights on fire Indirect heat you don't worry about it you just let the thing go and yeah. it just runs off to the side yeah to me that's one of the biggest benefits of a, of a grill like that well sounds good
0: again you always get uh, i'm i'm always happy that when you're here and i always gets me Motivated to make some kind of change in the way I'm, you know, or add something to the way I grill or, you know, something I always get, it gets me fired up to do something different, whether it was the, you know, the, uh, the, the awesome tube smoker that I've been using. Amazing. Amazing. That's what it is. And the, 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 the other day, I just dumped some pellets down into the bottom of the, on the side of my, of my gas grill. Of course they, they lit up right but then yeah. there's not very many down there so they kind of smoldered so i kind of, kind of worked i mean it was direct heat but it kind of worked it, it add a little you know add a little wood flavor to the and i was like oh it's not a bad way to then you just you know take the uh leaf back and blow the the ashes out of there and you're ready to go i, I
1: had, I had a fail like that the other day i tossed some pellets on top of charcoal and it gave it much more of an acrid taste than i wanted yeah honestly.
0: Well, it gets hot faster too, right? Yeah. You lose your, that flame is a
1: little bit hotter than the, and so you kind of lose. just snuffed out wood, not, not smoke. Right. And that was a problem. Right. right. But it was, it was an experiment. We tried it and we won't do it again.
0: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's worth, it's worth trying. This one worked well for me. Although my, some of my pellets got water in the, you know, in the container and they were all puffed out.
1: <laughs> yeah. They dissolve and they blow up. <laughs> yeah. I just, we just threw those in. Ah, it's throwing the fire. So,
0: well, a couple reminders on the way out. Again, Mark, thanks for coming on. Hang tight with me for here for yep. a second. couple reminders on the way out. One is a big thanks to our Patreon subscribers. If you do that on Patreon, thank you. If you made it to this far, you're dedicated and I appreciate you and your Patreon subscriber.
1: Thanks for doing
0: hungry. Yeah, exactly. Well, I hope, I hope, you know, if you're listening to this, I hope you get some value out of it. I always do. And so uh, it's good to go through it. If you want to leave us a message, if you got a show idea, if there's somebody you want me to interview, um, I'm looking for some interviews. So if you got somebody you're looking for me to interview, got some new ones coming up, some new folks that we haven't had on before over the next, on oh, the next couple weeks, three four weeks here, uh, send me an email, Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv, or you can leave a voicemail, HomeGadgetGeeks.com. Uh, join our Discord group, TheAverageGuy.tv slash Discord. Lots of good conversations Sorry, I've been a little absent from that, between work and all the family stuff. And I got one more family thing to do here in the middle of June as we say goodbye to my mom. Um, it, it's affecting my weekends, but we'll be back more, more of those kinds of things coming up. And so I appreciate you guys keeping the conversation going on there. Of course, the TV platform powered by Maple Grove Partners gets secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. For more information, you can get a plan, a hosting plan. 10 bucks, Inflation fighting $10. Whatever you need, Christian's got a plan for you. He'll get you set up. Check out maplegrovepartners.com. And uh, he's always very, very grateful um, for your business. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central. Although I think I do have, uh, uh, I do, I I did have one scheduled for next week that I think I'm going to need to move just because we'll be leaving on Friday for the funeral. But, um, uh generally we're here every thursday 8 p.m central 9 eastern out here 9 eastern out here at the average live love to have you a part of the community we've got a lot of things coming up so stay in stay tuned stay subscribed subscribe right there on youtube if that's where you're at so you never miss an episode about 1500 of you subscribed out there and i uh, love to have you as part of the crew as well uh i think with that i'll say goodbye everybody